We the plug. 14 shit. Bounce. Uh. Bounce. In a drop like they surprised in a motherfucker Niggas getting to it in the streets again Young thugs gon' ride for a pair of trucks True G's don't lie, stay clear suckers Plus my gang know all about commitment Hit BC, I'm headed to Navarro And nigga need work, we can make it go the distance Think twice before you try to ground a fly Nigga better have it all, get right for the difference Gotta get it, I don't really need sleep no more Getting greetings from the bitches that ain't speak before Cause I'm unique with flow, it ain't a secret though Taking flight, hitting heights, I ain't reached before This more than reef for smoke, now proceed to choke And all the feelings that the grief provoked I'm so serious, red dot periods on forehead Niggas getting into when they mouth run I ain't with the talking, you can get your air drunk Speaking on the outcome, that even need to stop stun Moving cannabis foresight, paper help me see shit clear I feel at ease when that VH chair I'm with my niggas chasing PJ Lears We're giving cues where the CJ fair Get on child worth, he say shit yeah. But, but yeah, just Just been a little overwhelmed Just, I don't know, I just I really have kicked it in gear here Recently with our show and then our other show that's coming in uh the new year i just been kicking into gear and i've i've expanded myself in a space that i never have before on creating i kind of got to the space of willing myself towards my desire here really wanting this so bad that i'm like no i can't waste a minute i gotta i gotta do this so i've willed myself i haven't i basically just i'm not chilling no more you know what i mean i'm not just coasting on this thing like i'm really i'm really cooking up for real now like i'm really working my ass off like like i you know i can go to bed knowing i work my ass off versus in the past i was doing some things but then i chill out for a few days and come back and do some things but now i'm like every day office you know what i mean but what about you spike how, how you doing man oh i'm good man it's that time of the year you get close to all the holidays I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed if I ain't mistaken around this time of year. Yeah. At least I would expect so. Uh, but I'm good. I can't complain. I don't have any complaints. Do you feel like that uh, diving in like that helps you focus more or do you feel like you need those breaks and you miss them? Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to gauge because it's like, well, I'm going I'm to I'm bring something here that I was thinking about this week too. But it's hard to gauge because you're trying to be successful here so you there is no real uh you know template on how to be successful you don't never know on on in this space with this with this niche you know show so you don't know how much is enough and how much is not enough so i i never really quite know so it, giving a break or take I know that I needed it I knew I needed it this week though like that day I did I, I was in here and then I was just like you know what I gotta fall back brother like cause I knew I was like starting to mentally reach that threshold and I, ne- I don't know if I've I haven't even I don't know if I've been there before or I've ne- I've never been there before I'm not sure but or if it has been in a while but I definitely know I've reached a mental threshold that I don't, I haven't felt in a while or at all, so it was like whoa, like I need to, <laughs> you know, feeling I mean? exhausted. Yeah, like mentally exhausted. exhausted. Yeah, well, like let me I'm ask a, you this. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, no, go ahead. I'm gonna let y'all in on a little personal here, but like, <laughs> but like, like to to turn it off and then like you know to have a spouse or significant other and then it's like you know. 
to try to get into that mood i can't mentally get there and i don't mean like irrationally but i mean just mentally because i'm like bro i'm not i can't even stop thinking about <laughs> business i can't stop thinking about work. success yeah i can't take work off my mind right now so i'm like i can't get in that zone and i'm i'm having a moment so it's like that's when i knew i was like okay i gotta shut this thing down because i can't even mentally get into those emotional spaces or with my child or whatever because i'm like man i'm getting super locked in here so but yeah what was you gonna say spike <laughs> do you how do you gauge your satisfaction from that thing like if you're saying that there is no template and you feel like you're doing a lot results can't be the only thing to give you satisfaction if you're <clears> in a space <throat> like this because i mean you can, i seen a, a uh a clip of a guy who was doing uh youtube content and he was saying he did it and consistently did it did it did it. he was getting like 14 views but little did he know of the 14 views one of them was oprah like she was a consistent <laughs> subscriber <laughs> to his shit yo that's crazy so this bro. nigga right right so this nigga got a deal uh with i think a production company or something of that nature and people beat themselves up in our field chase around like having a thousand views and i gotta get 10 a million views and i need to get monetized and whatever mm -hmm. it may be yeah and so i the reason i ask and i'm not sure if you got an answer for this or you can think about it maybe it'll help you like what's the satisfaction that you get out of this other than it being like numbers mm -hmm. other than it being a thousand views or a million downloads what is it that you get to do that satisfies you out of this well i think that I, may help because it'll help yeah. you find your focus for it more versus feeling burnt out it helps mm -hmm. with me anyway is it like a small milestone yeah. thing you think you think it's like having small milestones so that uh, you don't get so caught up in the big milestone? yeah that's important 100 the small milestones that is 100 but I, i'm talking about even so i feel like a lot of people creators we get in this space and it's like well my goal is to have my channel monetized or my goal mm -hmm. is to have this many thousand subscribers every time I drop a podcast or had this many million downloads mm -hmm. when in my opinion it just becomes like a job at that point because that's what you do at your job you're trying to create yeah. be, get beat some numbers reach some numbers mm -hmm. so I try to challenge myself and the reason that I asked you was like what is it besides that when you're not talking about numbers and gaining viewership what do you really do it for like what is it in you what you trying to say or what you want to accomplish from it what is it a springboard for that helps me mm -hmm. stay grounded in it and i feel overwhelmed with everything that i do yeah that's why i ask absolutely this is another week in the books hope you've been enjoying our sessions throughout the year this is our holiday podcast man yeah. i am spike lou mo what up what up y'all y'all ain't had fridays this good since fridays was this good man merry christmas an early merry christmas and an early happy new year's from the awitb to the bookworm community out there man absolutely shout out to bookworms drop us some emails at awitb2022 at gmail.com go rate subscribe like follow all the social media pages as well i am spike blue on those same social sites yes sir brought us in mo to what yeah. you were saying yeah so <clears throat> so what what kind of gave me like a little spark this week right was uh for those that I don't know if y'all haven't already, if y'all 
maybe I don't know, but we have another podcast coming here soon. Good Earners reviewing The Sopranos, January 5th, 2023. Um, but I've created an Instagram page for it, just the Good Earners page. And so I've been, you know, I started off making kind of the steel memes with the images. And then I figured out through like three different programs, I figured out a way to kind of finesse. Well, I bought one of the programs, which is like a screen recording program. It was like 30 bucks overall. I was like, cool. But then it wasn't what I needed. And I was like, damn, I bought the wrong program. But then I figured out now I need it. And so I figured out how to basically do a form of video editing. And so when I did that, it opened up my creativity. So that was one thing that made me start feeling real good. But moving past that, just a little small milestone, the Sopranogram. So Sopranogram, they're like an OG in this space. They've been doing this for a while. And they had, I don't know how they came across. And I think maybe at that point it was like, I don't know, 20 followers maybe. And so, but somehow they came across and they liked, actually they liked my Livia uh, meme about the Trump, (laughs) Trump out of office, Lord, take me now. And I, 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 you know, I had to inbox them on it. And I was just like, you know, straight up, like, you know, y'all, I appreciate y'all work. Y'all are like, you know, y'all are the standard in this space. And they just gave me like the heart and the celebration, like glasses or whatever. So that made me feel really good because they got like doubt, like, you know, probably six digit, five digit followers or whatever. So that definitely made me feel good. I was like, yo, that's dope. So I, those things I do like and I do look forward to, you know, but it, the overwhelmness is more so because it's just doing a lot of jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of jobs, basically. Like I think it's it's that knowing that if if I don't do this, that thought. So, Spike, the last off deck of 2022, man. I feel like this is just epic. Everything is like the last of this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So Off Deck, which is a spinoff from On Deck that Spike Lou and Animal Brown record every, well, they put out every Wednesday a hip-hop review show for the South. South got something right. to say. Uh, right. With that being said, my Off Deck question of this week is, with you and AB doing the On Deck Awards, mm-hmm. do you think we should start having a different conversation with podcasting as a form of moving the culture forward by having top 10, like, episodes shows or host of the year do we need a space for podcast awards and i don't mean like iheart but like a real legitimate you know what i mean uh you mean like like the grammys for music or like yeah like like uh, the grammys for music emmys are for tv or, or yeah. whatnot yeah mm. or at least in our culture like I feel like they're trying to get that way with the hip hop awards a little bit, but I think that there's just a, it needs to be a little bit. I think it needs a little bit more work on it, but I think that podcasting serves as such a big piece now. Yeah, I do think that part the pods are serving as a big piece. I think for it to get to that, just more money will have to be involved in it, more advertising money, just like with the Grammys and the boards and the things that it's associated with as podcasting starts to form and as it grows as a media medium i think that yeah you'll be able you'll see that you'll have a guild like to have an actor's guild maybe a podcast guild or mm-hmm. or association of whatnot i think that'll be pretty fly pretty dope something that rap did not get to do 
in its early stages and you know hear nori talk about all the time how rap need a union or whatnot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe a podcaster's union would form and have that type of award ceremony or things of that nature i'm assuming you asked you would like to see that i would but i do want to ask before i kind of chime in do you feel like you have a responsibility in this space to the people that listen to me yeah people that listen yeah and yeah what what what, What, what's what's like what's what's your viewpoint like how do you What's the idea that you think people look at you for? Like the like and I get it, like it's perception, of course, because people don't some people don't know you directly, but like mm-hmm. if you can you you're smart enough to make an observation on what you believe people are gaining from your perspective. Mm-hmm. What is it that you think that you bring to these many podcasts that you bring for you to come in and you know you have a responsibility once you hit that mic? What is it that you think you're bringing every time you you hit the microphone in all of these said podcasts? An honest viewpoint. Um, People who, from my experience in listening to podcasts, I don't really hear anyone that comes from a similar background as me or speaks the way that I would necessarily say I speak. I have a unique perspective. So having a perspective, like we've talked about in the story, this show before just like a normal black person like a normal black dude i ain't a rapper i'm not a major media person or anything of that nature just normal regular everyday people who took the time out to podcast share their opinions mm-hmm. people here and say oh i think like that or i disagree with that but i appreciate how you articulated that point mm-hmm. bringing a different perspective to the people that listen to me and value my opinion that would be my ultimate because that's what I stepped into this and it's what I've grown into wanting to be as a podcaster, to be spoken spoken of with prestige, to be when people mention me and this and what I do, like, yeah, he he get busy. Like he do, he bring it every time I learn something, whether I agree or disagree, yeah. he gives me a perspective that I did not think of or I may have thought and didn't think anyone was going to say or I'm glad he said it. Mm. What makes you ask that? I was going to ask because, well, first off, I think that you handle it very well, like as an art form. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you're going in with that mentality, but I mm-hmm. think you handle it very well, which is why I reached out when I did. Um, I just think there's a skill, there's a level that you're doing it at that is um, it's dope and it, it works. Um, so that's why I asked. And then also just because we're we're about to go into more spaces with this we're about to take it to another place we're, we're opening up a tv division here you know and i've i've even had more thoughts on what i think that we can do outside of what's coming so uh that's the reason i asked but to to go back to the off deck question i think so um i think that we should i think this might be a hot take but let me just speak about hip hop culture. I think podcast is kind of the new magazine. That might be a weird way to put it, but I think podcast are the new magazine because Double XL, you know, a lot of these these companies have tried to like make that transition, and it's been fine. I mean, I think Double uh, XL has tried to like make it over to YouTube and try to kind of do that. I think um, uh, what is it? Um, brackets, complex, complex. They've done complex has done a really good job. 
Uh, but I think that those like reviews, those opinions, those viewpoints, those ratings, I think that podcasting serves the five mics now. I think podcasting serves the the voice, you know what I mean, the the context to hip hop now. I, I really do. That's fair. I agree with that. It is. I think one of the things that this medium is struggling with to to take the flowers that you gave me and to kind of. I don't know if it's a gripe, but just an observation on this medium. I think that the barrier of entry is so low that people don't respect it. Since you podcast, you're able to tell me, hey, Lou, I see what you do. I know what this takes. And hey, man, you're you're doing something that's commendable. But I do think that most people that aren't as familiar with this medium, they still think oh, it's just like they still look at it like a mixtape rapper. I just a nigga mm-hmm. talking. Like, I, I, anybody can do a podcast like you. you <laughs> I, I get this all the time. Like, oh, man, you should let me come on your podcast. Bro, why? <laughs> like, I, I get it all the time. That's yeah, you should let me come on there and talk. It's just like. And I, I don't even ever engage with people to do it, but yeah. I think that that would be when I say barrier of entry, they listen to the radio every day, but they don't think that they could go up there and be a disc or a DJ jockey mm-hmm. and play music and stuff. They understand that it's more to it than that. However, I do think that people look at this and it's gotten such a bad rap. And, and mm-hmm. there's so many people who don't take it serious. Like it just they they are just niggas with microphones talking yeah. and babbling and rambling and talking over each other and some of the 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 gripes that you have about bad pocket audio is bad so it are it is people in the field that make it seem unprofessional Mm -hmm. and i still think that there is a segment of society that looks at it as the barrier of entry is still so low that it can't be taken serious yeah however to your point about it growing into an award space yeah because i do think that corporations and money and advertising like you're talking about with magazines people are starting to see the effect that podcasts have mm-hmm. on any industry like this industry is growing since two billion dollar industry as of last year this is like mm. over a hundred million podcasts mm. um as far as on apple today or whatever some i think that number's right but I say that to say it's continuously growing and the more people get educated about it, the more they will get to where you're talking about in that space. Yeah. And I guess maybe that because so like Joe Budden, like that's when I started. I I saw that on our list too, just to ramble around and I I didn't even get to this. You know, he took it down for some reason. Took what down? Took the episode. The episode. He He did a recent episode? I thought you put on here you listened to on your thoughts for the oh, you said you but it wasn't oh it wasn't the recent episode. Oh, I thought so it, I they took his most recent episode down. Yeah, academics on there. He did. Oh yeah, gosh. academics on there and he was talking about I believe it was something to do with Tory Lanez and Meg Stallion. Oh well go go for it then. What, what? No, no, no. I was just telling you that oh. I saw it in your notes on our thoughts and oh, I was just man. telling you that I didn't get to this latest episode because they took it down. Oh, okay, okay. You were gonna say something about them. I cut you off, my bad. Oh, but though, just Joe. So that's when Joe Budden. So mm-hmm. y'all know how we give it up for Joe Budden, like love hate relationship. But nonetheless, you gotta respect the man's skills. For right. me, that's when I first started to recognize. Okay, there's there's a actual intentionality and skill set to this, because and this is the the Rory and Maul days. Because then there was these. Within them doing these cultural breakdowns, 
they had these underlining narratives that turned into storylines of each host and turned into forms of jokes that were a continuous joke, an inside joke that only the listeners understood. So you got inside jokes, you got a, a, a you got a continuous story narrative, and then you, outside of that, you actually just have the the sauce, the 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 personality on the review of the culture. So when I really listened to it for as long as I did listen, I started to say, "Oh, there's an art to how he's doing this. This ain't just niggas on the microphone." It changed my whole view, bro. At that time. That's why I was so hurt at that time, but I mean, I'm over it now, but, but it's like, bro. So when we get here, that's where my mindset, when I was doing it with my bros back then, I was thinking that. So that's why I think they need to have this, but people don't have the, cause they'll have these, these artists and they're, you know, the Drake's or the, whoever that go over to London and whoever reviewing it. And, you know, people from overseas have a, a higher respect for I feel like creativity and content, you know, they just respect it differently than we do over here. Maybe because we see it all the time or whatever. But um, I feel like we need to start having these interviews with these content creators that are podcasters and talk about like the art form because we need to start establishing this as an art form because it is an art. It's an, it's an art to communicate. It's an art to uh, to express. It's an art to create a, a set up a joke from a mile away and still educate it's an art to this bro like it really is man so i I think we definitely should have start having some awards and and you know at the end of the year maybe some of these podcasts will start doing like oh well you know uh joe rogan he's the number one pod like i did with the albums like i think that would be dope when people start saying yo so my number five podcast this year is you know and it's hard because there's so many of them you, you know it's not the same as rap albums but i think some kind of capacity it would be dope bro do you have a top podcast of the year? Episode, person, personality? Tell me who yours would be. Uh, this is okay. Cause so, cause I got into academics podcast this year, like late. I got into a couple of drink champs. Uh, is there an episode that maybe sticks out, or you you're talking about a platform overall? Ah, uh, okay. Well, a, if I if I'm dated. To be honest, piece of content. Actually, do you have a piece of content of the year? TV show, music, mm. YouTube video. Like, what stuck out to you or stuck with you the most? I uh, ask you that. A piece of content. Well, podcast wise, I'm I'm gonna say us. I'm gonna be biased here, but I do believe this because it, it has so much layers for me. But the episode uh, with you and Animal Brown having the on deck interview and having that. It was just such a ah, it was it was beautiful, bro. Just that sh- that was fire to me, bro. Like for y'all, I know y'all 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 been doing this, but for me, you have to understand. Like I was listening to y'all from a, y'all felt so far away. Y'all was so far away, bro. And to be able to be in arm's reach, metaphorically, and to be able to talk to both of you and get that those inside stories and man, bro. Like to me, so that's my favorite of this year. It's biased, but it means so much to me. So that's that. That's my favorite as far as uh, a podcast episode. Content nice. of the year, I probably I probably give it to. Did Bel Air come out this year? I believe it did. I still never watched it though. Ah, oh, bro, I just got my wife on it, bro. She on episode six, really? bro. It's Black Excellence, bro. Black Excellence. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it, it's there, bro. 
I, I, I believe promise. you. I just don't I, think it's my. I, I I'm I would be biased. I don't think that it's my. It, I don't think that's my bad. What, just from what, the previews. What about that's that's what I'm saying, bro. I dogged. I was like, man, who looks, is this nigga? Uh, yep. It just looks overly dramatic. Yep, that's what it, I'm saying. It's gonna seem that way, but when you watch it, bro, it's so real. So real, dog. Cause I, I was like, as soon as I seen this dude, I seen him with the crying eyes. I'm like, who is this nigga, bro? What is this? What is this? I ain't whatever. Like, so I didn't so watch. What was it. your favorite show of the year? That might be the best. It's between that and Better Call Saul. Cause like, mm. yeah, it definitely might be that. That and Better Call Saul. Those are definitely the best of. If we want to go television. I had to think about music. What about you? What you got on the podcast episode or interview or, uh, you know, uh, television? What you got for some of the best content this year for you? Um, hmm, that's a great question. For TV off rip, it's the Bear, that cooking show that was on FX. Hmm. I just guy he took over a uh, a restaurant. His brother committed suicide. He was like a world renowned chef, but he took over like a hole in the wall diner type restaurant. Mm. And um, it just shows like the ins and outs. I love like watching cooking shows and chefs. I, 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 I'm fascinated by personalities of people who cook. They, they all seem to come off as like the same type of person. That just fascinates me how just anal and just like how fast they move and just aggressive they try and be. It's just so I enjoy The Bear as a TV show the most. Podcast episodes podcast that i've enjoyed i listen to american greed it's a uh oh, okay yeah you, you come on tv too yeah like yeah Fox i, say, I thought it was a tv it. show yeah yeah they got a podcast version of it um hmm. and it's like 35 minutes and it's the stories i guess that are on tv i never catch it on tv but i listen to it because podcast is probably my favorite medium to listen to shit like that mm-hmm. um so yeah that american grease fire it's always interesting to hear like the schemes and shit that people try and come <laughs> up with and within business for me yeah so uh that was that that's pretty fire and always joe button i appreciate joe button bomani jones all throughout the year mm-hmm. those are my favorite podcast um and dan patrick i've been mm-hmm. listening to dan patrick for forever but that one always sucks out. They kind of re- revamped this year, changed up their staff. They really was hitting it out the park this year from a content standpoint. So, I did have a question, Spike. Yes. And I've been back and forth about asking because it's kind of a weird space, right? Because y'all have Realville Media, so y'all have a sports department. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about a form of sports content? Well, that's what I do with Dead End. Okay. Okay. I do uh, the sports show with them on Tuesday, and um, the Realville Media and Full Sport Press with Jay Hove, mm-hmm. they're based in Nashville, and okay. sports isn't the thing. I feel like that you could do like this. Sports, you need to be like in the same room and y'all talking, yeah. congregating, yeah. and you know. So I couldn't, it wouldn't be good content to try and be on their sports network. And I like the guys from Dead End. They seem, they like as far as what I had to bring to the table, the fans liked it. So it's a good marriage going over there, doing it with them outside of the silo that I'm in. I like, I appreciate sharpening my sword, like to give, to pull the curtain back even more. So what my objective is in this space and the reason that I go do it with Dead End, and I want to, 
be like almost a uh, like the Swiss Army knife. I want to be able to articulate myself in a lot of different fields. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the, what we've seen from podcasts and that you have the people who are most successful at this, they were famous at something else, maybe Nori or Joe Budden, mm-hmm. Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. I want to make my bones in being good at this whether it be a sports show that you see or a soprano show that you see or me and you talking about black men when people think about podcasts and they say oh spike lou does that yeah in some variation or another you came across me so i want to really perfect that business model so i'll go do sports with dead end they have a a really large uh fan base it gets Mm -hmm. to see me that maybe may not know of on deck maybe never even seen me do on deck they only know me from shit that i did there and being able to put my footprint well in all of those different spaces and, and do it right, that is a long answer to your question of why Realville and why I don't do anything sports oriented. So, because I, I go do it with them and I, okay. they show up in my source. So, shout out to Ken, Nick, Sheldon, all of those guys over there, FIFO, good guys over there in sports, man. I got a meeting with them this week to do even more on the sports side with them this year. So, you guys be on the lookout for that. Well, that's dope. I think we're building a good and, resume. Yeah, just a uh, uh, just a, a little slight to my full sport press guys. Them niggas don't know football either. Football is not. <laughs> I know Big Jeff is listening. Uh, I'm not sure if Jay Hove is listening, or not, but all them niggas, them just NBA niggas. They don't really. They ain't no football. Niggas. Why do, is there anybody that's well versed in both that you know? Because it always seems to have to make a decision here, low key. Like you know a little bit of this, but you know more of this. Is there anybody? As you get like, older, man, it's hard. Like it's niggas out there. Is you you gotta pick one. I, I just feel like okay. as you get older with everything else, you got family and stuff that you're trying to balance. You can't be all the way oh, balls man. deep, pause in both. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to pick a side. And those guys love basketball. Like they always in the group chat. And I'm being funny here. They yeah. they know they know what they're talking about in football too. Just mm-hmm. not as much as me. Mm-hmm. Oh, but no, they they love basketball though, and that's more their lane. Their primary sport is basketball. With did in their primary sport is football. Oh, okay. I, it fit I, me more too. I think that's dope. I was I was gonna say before that I was I think that we're building for those that may be the Oprahs of the world. I think we're building a good resume here. Spike being a Swiss Army knife of having a plethora of things he can speak on, and and being able to keep you engaged on his every word. Me being a Swiss Army knife of the creativity from on the mic to off the mic producing graphics music script and many more things so i think we're building a really good resume here spike um and i'm happy yeah, i want to get that. into the scripted field too man i gotta work with you on that. i, I, wanna, I think i think i'm you can really trying to figure out how to write a story like from beginning to end and then wording it out so i've been I'm, talking I'm, to my cousin my bro. vision boy for 2023 100 okay well i i got i got some things for you i just got i just got off a call with my cousin like every time we talk we talk for at least an hour because he do you you know how hard it is for family to like it's one thing for family to support lightweight like they'd be like oh okay i see you doing your little pot i see you but like when somebody when family rock with you and they like nah i heard i listen i heard when you said he's like oh you really <laughs> listening i be shocked bro so my cousin he actually he was a fan of my music like when i got towards the later part of it and then when i got over to the space of of, of audio drama He's still to the point like we had a whole com- I wish it was a podcast because we had a whole conversation. He was like, but why did you take this direction? He was so engaged with it. He's like, man, what about the funeral? Why didn't you put the funeral in there? And then we we talked about it. And so he he's been inspired to write his own thing. And he's one of the best writers I know. He just kind of a procrastinator a little bit. 
And so I keep pushing. I like, bro, don't tell me your concept. Give me that work. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Send me what you got. Whoa. Give me. Hey, I mean, hey, I live, I live with pause. All right, relax. <laughs> relax. Whoa. <laughs> but, but I, you know, but anyway, yeah. So I, I think we're building a good resume here. I think that as we get to maybe a possibility of the resolution part of this show for this episode, I think we can talk more into those things. But uh, I was in thinking a moment. Of, yeah. Mm hmm. I was just going to say, I, I was thinking like, I was just on the spot. I was like, man, and somebody might be listening. Like, oh, we could do that. But I was thinking like, how dope would it be under our network to be like another play in the books? What's <laughs> another play in <laughs> Wait, the books? Like, 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 a, mean? like, like a sports, like a sports deal. Oh, oh you see, I'm saying in my mind, like now somebody gonna be like, oh, I'm using it. Like, but it was just that's why I was asking. Like in my head, I was like, oh man, like a sports joint, like yeah. another play in the book. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. But it was just some. That's just my creative. It ain't wasn't no like serious thought or nothing. It's just me. I like to play around with concepts in my head. So no, I got you. <laughs> um, I feel like that it's really important that your family and friends too, because you you be surprised sometimes at what your friends like. Sometimes people hit me up and I'd be like, man, you was wrong or right about this, whatever <laughs> it may be. But um, yeah, it make you feel good, right? Like I, I yeah. call my mom, she calls me Spike Lou. What's up, Spike Lou? Like she'll say that. Or wow, that's what my mom I like me it. Yeah. Um, it's just it shows that people are interested and believe in what you're doing 100 and you sometimes you forget that you get so deep in it and in your head so much that you think that people are trying to be maybe crit critique and, and and do stuff when they're really just trying to give you credit like in a complete moment of transparency when i, I asked you <laughs> what made you ask that i was thinking so in my head here's how their processes when you ask me hey what do you think that you had to offer mm -hmm. The podcast what's your objective it's, to me you're saying nigga who you think that you are <laughs> <laughs> i was listening to this shit the other day man i'm thinking man this nigga because <laughs> uh i was just talking to someone about the uh the nas line in jay's shit and when nas was like well, excuse me when jay was like nigga you ain't deep you but he called nas fake deep or whatever it may be mm. and that was a, in his uh in takeover and that was <laughs> what i thought <laughs> when you was like what you think you got to offer or bring to the oh, table you thought I was calling you fake deep? <laughs> <laughs> i thought maybe you was listening to something you was like this nigga man i wonder where he even think that he can say that bro but again that's funny <laughs> it, it's just that's a me thing i knew you want but i did i wanted to ask but it's just yeah. you get so used to having to defend your point that sometimes you don't realize it people really do appreciate your work so i do appreciate you telling me that and i yeah. do recommend everybody listening like tell your people your friends if it's good now like don't don't tell your homeboy his raps banging when they're not like you should be real with him in that sense too and be like man i think you should try something else yeah i got a buddy of mine that but that, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's good to tell your people man like hey man this sure. is dope bro i like this you did this well like you do this well continuously saying that too i don't think that we do that enough we'll share yep how well people are like especially us as black men like how good you do something what you appreciate about your brother mm -hmm. so i'll say that no i agree i appreciate um, you sharing that with me yeah and i i think uh you know what hold on i think i got an idea you gonna play some music no no i'm uh i got i have a i chop all this out don't worry okay 
I have a screen that that program I was talking about that I paid for. <laughs> I got a screen recording program, so I'm gonna record it like this. So that way, I'll actually have it already like this. Mm. Let me see. Do, 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 do. You listen yeah. to Scissors L? No. Um, you don't listen to music when it come out? No, nah, really? not really. No, nah, nah, There's no rush. There ain't no must rush what, music out here. What do you rush to? Because everything I ask you about, you're like, no, nah, I ain't got to it yet. What is there something that you like, I can't wait till that come out or things that you anticipate? I mean, the last thing I rushed to was certi- Certified Lover Boy. That was the last thing. Not even music, though, like TV, anything like that? Mm. I probably rushed to the Best Man series. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, like, I, that 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 makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I rushed right that. in your bag. That's yeah. in your bag. Yeah. You're probably gonna stream that all in one night. Nah, well they gonna drop the whole bag. It's Peacock, so I mean I don't. Know they need they to. Would. That would be best for them to just drop the whole series, get that I shit over. So. Yeah, like the, the 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 ultimate move for them would be to drop that on the twenty third. And people will watch it Christmas Eve and Christmas and be out of there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that that ain't. Don't stretch it out, please. Pause. We don't okay. need that. But I, right. I, even though it does look interesting, though. Because I, I was here for the best man. Sequel wasn't great. Wasn't great to it me. It wasn't great, but it was good. Yeah, but it was cool. I, I actually I don't even know if I remember. I remember somebody passing. And bro, not, that was the best funeral scene ever, bro. Like when, well, at least acted like when. This is why I said Morris Chestnut. This one I knew. I said, okay, he can really act. When he when when they when put he her breaking down, crying. I uh, see. I don't even. I vaguely remember see, though. I don't really remember what happened. See, bro. I don't think you, I was feeling that movie. Let me ask you this: Was there a, a movie death or TV death that really that hit you? Have we yeah, spoke about this? Yeah. Well, Bel Air. Like there was oh, Bel Air, bro. It was spoil it for me. Nah, telling me to watch it just gonna spoil. No, no, no. I'll just say. And for those nah, that you watch, can go ahead because I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that. Nah, we ain't gonna I do ain't that because it's gonna be a homework. I don't assignment. think I'm ever gonna watch nah, that. It's gonna be a homework assignment. So you stuck. <laughs> you, you stuck, buddy. I'm not. You stuck <laughs> next year. It's gonna be on the list. <laughs> but I don't there, think you can go ahead and spoil it. Actually, I ain't about to do that. But but there's a scene with Carlton and like when Will goes missing and Carlton like they they've been beefing all season and when Carlton finally like he kind of breaks down and he just gets to this moment where he get teary eyed and like he's just like I need him and the way he said that bro like the like whoo bro it hit so different to me like I, I was like at work I was like bro chill out man like I'm wiping my face like yo I'm not about to cry really? at work I'm in the office I'm like I'm not about to I'm in my own office but I'm like I'm not about to I'm not about to do that bro chill out y'all, y'all pushing it Cause it was real emotional, bro. Like for me at that moment, cause I was like, because it's that we talked about that man love, you know what I'm saying? So it was like one of those moments where it's like, dang, I feel him. He don't got no brother. Like Will is his brother. Like now, and so it's it's yeah, it was deep, bro. But uh, yeah, that hit me. I mean, what about throughout history? Throughout history, throughout history, I have one. Yeah, I got one from a movie. Oh yeah, what what you got? Um, my girl. I'll never forget that. I went to go see my girl in the movie. Hmm. My nigga Thomas J got stung by. Have you seen My Girl? Is that Temptation movie or something? No, 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 no. It's uh, it got Macaulay Culkin in it, the kid from Home Alone. Yeah. And uh, him and that chick throughout the summer. I read the book actually, and then I went to go see the movie. Um. But yeah, I, I can't believe you never seen My Girl. 
You never heard of it? No, I ain't never even heard of it, bro. Oh, wow. That was the first. I was maybe nine years old. And uh, I went to go see that in the movie. And there's a scene in there. It's about a little, a little girl. It's a random ass movie. They used to make random ass movies back in the day. They don't do this no more. This is yeah. like some random movie with Dan Aykroyd, dude from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And he had a daughter, and it was about her and her best friend. They was chilling throughout the summer and shit, just getting into mischievous little white kid shit. And it was just one of those feel good movies. And the kid died. Like he was going to get something from her mm-hmm. for the, his his friend. She's like a really nerdy little kid. Mm-hmm. And the nigga went there, was going to go get something out of the, the forest or some shit and got stung by a lot of bees and shit. And the bees things killed him. Wow. And she, being a child, uh, really hadn't, didn't or couldn't process it. So her dad was a mortician. And the, the kid was in her house, they fixing up the body. And she was busting in, telling him, oh, he can't see without his glasses because they didn't have the glasses on there. She bodied that scene. Mm. It's if you watch veep it's actually the chick that plays in veep the 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 chick in the first season she played her assistant but um yeah man you if you my girl may be a dope movie you like that's probably one of the most random movies i like my girl and fried green tomatoes man you like yeah, i still see fried green tomatoes is that shit nigga. i mean but has anything hit you on an emotional level was that that, that hit you an emotional that level? was it yeah i almost cry. I cried when she was crying for him i'd never forget that uh, scene that was right. the, i was well, nine that was 30 nah, nah, years nah. ago nah, nah, i still hold on, remember hold on, that. Hold on, hold on. we ain't gonna do no 30 years nah 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 we ain't gonna do that, that. was 30 years ago yeah but that but now nah, we i no we need the shit so oh. what's up now like i don't know i don't invest in movies and shit like that now though you ain't had I nothing feel. that moved you a little bit like like you ain't cry but you was just like damn damn nah that's rough watch like shows like that no more oh. i don't even i don't even did i don't even you i couldn't even think of anything that i look at that would invoke that even type of emotion bro yeah, i don't even watch shit what, like what's that up man what's up <laughs> like, what bro, do you mean you tell think, me what you do you, mean. do you think that's healthy Crying over movies? No, I don't think that's healthy. No, that's why I don't really. watch. No, 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 not crying, not crying like over that. movies. Like, look at what he tried to. Yeah. This guy's good. No, not crying yeah. over movies, but having internal things that you may just be compartmentalizing and oh, watching I mean, television I, I'm not, and movies uh, that that may open up those things that you may be like, okay, you know what? Dang, that kind of makes me think about this thing. It's like, yeah, I have kind of buried this somewhere deep in my mind for a while i'm glad that they brought this up it made me want to deal with this it was just like a damn you know what that's just real like, that's real right there no 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 when nipsey passed the emotion was evoked then that that this, one hit me this guy yeah, that one was one that was one right there when nipsey also passed what 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 did, what did uh, no, i don't i what did don't nick say <laughs> what did nick say about <laughs> you <laughs> what, i need nick's quote what did nick say about spike he said Spike is a what heartless? What he say? Heartless motherfucker. <laughs> I need that quote. <laughs> Damn, bro. I, I don't watch stuff like that though, man. I don't. But, but, I, but, I don't why, but why not? Like, if it's it's if not it's, it's not even me avoiding it though. Like, not saying, oh man, that may be emotional. I don't want to see that. I just it's not even in my algorithm to pop but you up. You said this like, is even, us. You say you watch this is us. They got some. I watch this is us. It was fire. It was emotional. You're right. It was some good, good emotional stuff in there. I fucked with this is us too. But yeah. they try to get too deep in their emotions. Yeah, it was some emotional stuff in there. I forgot about This Is Us. Anything it wasn't you? nothing that stands out. Nah, it ain't nothing that stands out, though. Man. I guess it wasn't nothing that was like, oh, man, that makes me think of. Uh, 
not really. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I like I like I like a full spectrum of things. I like things that like might bring a certain excitement or a certain motivation. I like certain things that might be like really. Dang. Yeah, I just like I'm a- looking to think. I'm I'm trying to figure out new perspectives and new see new ways of well, living. Well, that's a part of it though. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. That's a part of it, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. it really is. Like I've spoke about it on the other pod, but I'm like that's a part of that is under even if you're like okay, I don't know why I'm watching this or I don't I'm not moved that way, but it's like Okay, let me stack up the scenario. At least let me understand why they feeling that. You know what I'm saying? If most don't people take- don't do that well though, on TV. Like most people, most TV shows don't do that well. This is us did it well to an extent. Game of Thrones did it really well. Put you in the position, like damn, that's a that's a quite the dilemma. Like I don't know what I would do. Uh, what did Game of Thrones? Do? When did they do that, bro? Like to make you be like the series? Like like what? Like you, like what do you mean? Like because where did Thrones do that? I, I don't remember them where you were you could see both sides of it uh, what I mean is when I say I like to think there's not oh this is the right thing to do like there's another way that you could do it too it may not be as as uh, re- well received like take for instance when Cersei blew up that the the, the self thing with all those <laughs> oh, people man. Now, right? oh man she didn't have to do that, but I could see where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't that the torture and the shit they put her through, and she had the power to do that. I could totally see her, someone doing that, and totally understand her doing it, even though it was low down. Well, I mean, I she did. did, but she did have to walk naked in front of everybody, though. Like, right. That, that's that what was, I'm saying. Yeah, that was so like a, that's, you know. that's the scenario that I'm saying. Like, she went through a lot of shit. Well, and for her to blow that up, like I get it, even though that's a heinous act. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I get it probably in any other scenario. But for her, I like, I could see bro. her doing that. All right, so, so that's what I mean. They they do a good job of balancing it. Okay, so then I think again, and I'm not. This is no, we don't, we're not getting paid for this, but I think Bel Air is gonna serve that. There's a couple scenarios that will serve. Bro, which side? Don't, don't depend. I'm not. <laughs> Bro, like it's it's past the hype now. It's already past the hype, so you ain't got to worry about no wave. Because I'm me, you know me. I don't follow the hype. That's why I ain't watch it. I'm like, whatever. I don't want to hear what you niggas talking about. I'll get around to it. When well, it ain't even hype though. I think this um, people were looking for like this is this was an easy franchise to rekindle. Like for us, we hardly ever see shit on TV that we can gravitate to. So it was a familiar name anyway. I maybe watched 15 minutes of the first episode, which is why I was out there. I ain't like just totally dismiss it. But I okay. think you're giving it a lot of credit thinking I'm gonna be like, oh man, I just I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying you're gonna be like, oh I don't man. even like the actors to be to be honest with you. I've like bro, that was guy, part of this the guy watched 15 minutes and said I don't like the actors. Bro, if you met why somebody do and always talk to say people, that because it's like yeah, if you meet somebody and you you judge everything about them and you met them for 15 minutes. And he's like, yeah, I don't like this nigga. This nigga's this way. This way. I can tell. I'm making my observations. He's this person, way. It's like, bro, though. it's 15 minutes, bro. That's a person, though. I don't think it's hard. I think people give content and stuff like that too much credit. Like, it ain't hard to discern if you like something in 15 minutes. Bro. I think you don't give it enough credit because if 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 I have been in a writing room and I'm writing a pilot, yeah, see, a pilot you can- from the. You're speaking of it from a creative standpoint. But that's that's I'm what I'm saying. Of it from a consumer standpoint, and that's fine. I'm a consumer as well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but you're ju- looking at it from the creative. Okay, standpoint. Let, you're not speaking I, from a consumer standpoint. Uh, but okay, before I wrote it, like my wife, she just started a show called Harlem. It's led by Megan Good. 
We watched that first episode. It's basically trying to be like the black sex in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm the one labeled. I'm like, they're definitely going for the Carrie Bradshaw. Like, clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I, I watched Yeah, so it was just like that first episode. I was just like, bruh, like, come on, dude. Like, but I was just like, I walked away for a little bit. She came the next episode. I'm just peeking in. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the progression. Third episode, like, okay, now we're developing. There's development that has to happen in order to. I get it. If you like, hey, I ain't got no room for your development. Hit it on the nail or don't. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that there has to be development. Give, I think 15 minutes is just like a, not a fair assessment to any content. To you. That's why I, I stumbled. How long do you listen to a song to say if it's good or not? 30 seconds. You can tell if it's going to hit you or not. Right? <sighs> All right, we go. To like some stuff does grow on you, yeah. I, and and I guess <laughs> what I don't understand your frustration in this point is like you're trying to discern it for me. I get what you're saying, and I could understand you having that viewpoint, but you saying that I should see it that way is why I always get stuck with people that okay because they'll be like, well, I can't do it in 15 minutes. How could you be able to do it in 15 minutes? Oh, I can't. I can't do it in 15 minutes, but you can, right? But you I can. would rather from a creative standpoint because you know everything that went into it and you realize that hey it may change and you know how you are, you know how you perceive stuff, right? But 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 are you so, are you saying is because, that right or wrong? Well, is that's that a part right? of it? Just, yeah, that's a part wait, of it. But that I, I I don't I don't go into it a lot of times like that. Honestly, I don't. Well, you mean you don't go into it like Go into it because I do certain elements that they do in the show, like I, I write or whatever, or I do voice mm-hmm. acting. I don't go into it with like, oh, okay, this and that. I, I'm not going to go into it with just that. I'm, I'm always coming in as a consumer because I have to like what I'm consuming. So I'm not coming in with that. Now, as it progresses, then I'll start to bring in the elements of my own personal like touch. Like, I got, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. All right, mm-hmm. this writing is here. This is, but I don't come into doing that because I was like, bro, I got to like it first. And I, I'm not going to come in saying, oh, I see what you're trying to do. It's trash. Like, I, I'm going to like, I got to consume it like a consumer before I give you the extra, you know what I'm saying? Look on it. But I mean, you're right. I mean, maybe people are trying to put, Hey, you need to see it this way. I just, and I'm not saying that your viewpoint is wrong. I just, I guess, and here's, this is just my honest opinion. I just think highly enough of you in your depth in thinking that to say 15 minutes I almost feel like it's just more of like, yo, this is an inconvenience versus my level of thinking for I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's why that I makes feel sense. Like it, and I think that's the more frustrating point for you or for people that I've even had this conversation with. It's not the fact that you don't think that I could do it in 15 minutes or that it can be done. Is that you think that I'm being dismissive of it when I'm telling you that's not the case at all. So I'm as appreciative as you are like you say the depth and wouldn't flip off a recommendation from you because I appreciate your opinion and your recommendations that much however I don't think that it takes away from it if you give that recommendation this is my personal opinion if you give that recommendation and immediately somebody like oh no it's not for me like I, I do understand that opinions and things can change. I totally get that. You may double back to something like it. However, I'm way more forgiving in the sense of when somebody can see something. Cause I'm so picky. 
so i know what being picky is like with food with everything so i can almost feel like i immediately see something like nah that's not for me but there have been times when you double back and you're wrong you're absolutely right about that however i do get it when people initially even if it ain't 15 minutes can be like nah that's not for me bro i think she, people should be more confident in saying it like i never get and, and maybe this is a me thing i don't get the part of where people would be like well let me inconvenience not not even inconvenience i think that's the wrong word but let me suffer through and i don't even know suffer may be too strong a word inconvenience may not be strong enough but somewhere in the middle of that let me drag through this yeah let me drag through this really not enjoy it just because Mm -hmm. you know like i I don't understand why people do that but but here i guess this so your person that you listen to shows all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. and disagree Mm -hmm. correct give me an example Joe, joe rogan Mm, okay yeah so and you listen to the whole show no god how long, how long do you his, listen? his podcast be like three hours how, usually how when i'm listening to joe rogan i listen to it i listen to podcasts to go to sleep too so i listen to it i have my airpods here to just have it playing on my way to sleep so i make it maybe an hour hour wow. 30 minutes in. that is yeah. different that is yeah. really different <laughs> that is a real <laughs> for, for me, for me, like wow that's <laughs> this guy is really an information guy. Like he eats, sleep, breathe this thing right now. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, I listen to it on the sleep. So okay, so I, I don't I, really listen to. It. Yeah, I ain't sitting there for no three. Unless it's somebody like um, Neil deGrasse Tyson was just on there, and I listened to that whole episode. It was maybe two and a half hours. Uh, Neil Brennan was just on there. I listened to that whole episode. Neil Brennan is the white guy that writes with David Chappelle. Mm-hmm. He helped him create the Chappelle Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Neil deGrasse Tyson is the physicist guy. So both of those conversations were interesting. I don't know. I guess I, I was thinking for a lot of disagreeable points in there too, but there's a lot of information in there as well. So I, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. Sticking around. <laughs> <for>. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think we'll we'll always go in circles here, but it's it's good insight nonetheless. Yes. Speaking of information, did you watch any of that Doctor Umar Breakfast Club video? I did not, man, because I didn't feel like seeing this black man yelling. Like the screenshot just turned me off. I was like, ah, I'm good. It's hilarious. And I've loved, I've liked his ones in the past, but I'm just, I'm just getting to a solution based place. Like I like to have a conversation. It's cool to have it, but I'm like getting to a place where like, what can I really do? I'm just getting to that place, bro. So I don't know what he was on, but I'm sure you can give me some of the highlights here, brother. Um, I mean, well, I mean, what what part that you was like it was the best one of the year? You said I, I think or something like that, right? I don't watch Breakfast Club. I was being facetious. Yeah. So, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I feel like that it was the best one of the year because it's the only one I watched. Other, it was like two other episodes that I watched. Mm-hmm. I can't think of who they were. Mm-hmm. No, I just think it's interesting uh, when you have a brother like Umar up there talking. What I wanted to ask you is why do you think even if someone like him presenting good ideas, ideas that could progress the culture forward but because people may not agree with all of his ideas they just dismiss him totally like what you said like <laughs> it was interesting that you say well i didn't want to hear him up there yelling like he gets this he gets painted in this picture of this really aggressive blabbermouth black guy hot tip for lack of a better word and i think that that or i wonder why 
we silo ourselves off in so many different sections as black people. Like when it's someone up there offering some good, I ain't saying that he's right or perfect or anything by any means. However, he does have some good thought processes. Mm -hmm. And people dismiss good thoughts if it's someone that they don't like. Mm -hmm. You think that's more prevalent amongst us as black men or do you think that's an overall thing? People just don't listen to people they don't like. Uh, It's hard to call because, I mean, it seems like... What about you? Do you listen? Do you... Could you process like information from someone who you really don't fuck with, but they're giving you good information? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I definitely can. Um, if you, if you're like Russ, like the initial Russ, like I didn't like how he was talking. In the very initial, I'm just like, who is this nigga? Like, who are you, bro? Like, but as time has progressed, it got me all the way up to buying his book. You know what I mean? So, yes, I can absolutely do that. Um, with him, he's always gave some some good gems, and I've always, I've always liked the things that he said. Um, for the most part, like I, I, I agree with a lot of things he said. Some things I don't agree with. Uh, I think we're mostly divided as people because I think black people are the most complex people on earth. That's my opinion. I think being the original man, and I think us. I think we're just the most complex people on earth, honestly. That's just how, how do you get to a point where you may be able to take some advice from somebody that you don't fuck with? What you gotta check out. Like, let's say. Hmm. So, do you watch Breakfast Club at all? Nah. Don't watch it at all. Do you watch any interview? Like, like who whose interview would you run to? Like, whose interview, when someone is being interviewed, do you run to that information? Like I said, Russ, he's a go-to. Uh, I'm always interested. So the breakfast, if he was on a Breakfast Club interview, you would check out Russ. Yeah, I, I listened to him when he did Chomp Two when he was over there. I listened to that one. I did listen to Simba because I, I, his album came out and I wanted to get some little insight. And I listened to him over at Bootleg Kev. But Big Crit uh, over at uh, Smoke Party or the Smoke Dizzle podcast. I'm always interested in Big Crit. Um, you know, especially a podcast interview. You're gonna get some different. That was a really good one too um just kind of like my internal people that i really rock with they may not be the biggest mainstream person but like it just these low-key people that i rock with you know what i'm saying like i i more so go there but i ain't really rushing to it i i I ain't ain't nothing really rushed to i don't know Hmm. i mean i'm not an information buff so that's probably got it yeah well not even just information just support in general like Mm -hmm. i'll give you an example of donald trump like the everyday normal white person that you probably run into at work or whatnot, they'll be like, oh, I'm appalled by what he says. It's, it's so that's what they'll tell you talking to you. However, there's nine million people that voted for him. And some people that are able to separate what they see from him on TV or see from him on Twitter versus what he would actually do for them from maybe a financial standpoint or a policy standpoint that would actually help them specifically is people that are able to be like well I don't fuck with him but I can get behind some of the shit that he's doing or saying mm-hmm. do you think that's more difficult for black people to do do you feel like we gotta be all the way engaged like niggas like even with Obama for example niggas would be like it's two sides to it it's niggas that love Obama or niggas would be like he ain't do anything for black people and those two sides will fight against each other when really there's a happy medium that you could come to. White people, we I just like I just mentioned it with Trump. 
they'll come to a happy medium and be like, well, I ain't got to support this nigga. However, I do want him to be in the White House because of what it benefits me. Mm-hmm. With Obama or black people, it's one or the other. It ain't no middle ground. It ain't no I can support him because he's going to do this for us or that and the third. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is? Or do you even see it that way? No, nah, you're right. You, you, yeah, it is like that. I've, I've literally right down the middle with Obama. I think for us, it's that I've spoke about it so many times, but it's just a survival thing. Like, it's like I've had to, it's just been me and my baby mama all these years. Or it's been me and my mama. It's been me and my, it, we all feel like we're, not all, but majority of us feel like we're on our own island. So when we actually stop looking at us ourselves on the island and look over to the other islands, and we see something and then we say oh 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 okay this could help and we we begin to make ourselves vulnerable if it doesn't line up by the time some because i think it takes so much for us as a people to open up that's why women are so tough now that's why men are so shut shut you know tough and closed off like because we don't want to look weak we don't want to look anything we don't want to look bad like we so big in our community on looking bad if i let you know i support you and you go against what i was feeling i can't do that i look bad now i'm embarrassed i know i said this now i gotta go back and tell everybody uh it was and so i think that immediately black people are fishing to figure out okay the long term can i support this or not because i don't want to look bad later on and i don't want to be explaining nobody and i don't want to feel a certain way about myself because now i've opened myself up to it that's what i think what you what do you think why do you think it's like that are we you think we ignorant or you think we lack information or i mean i guess just as a on a mass level i guess i think we part of what you said i agree with as far as us being on the island i think that we're longing for like connections so for for black people more so than anything because we feel so isolated we're looking for people who can resonate with where we come from our struggle what we do and we think that that ties them into us closer oh man he came up like me grew up like me recognizes me or understands where i come from and then we confuse that with them being able to get shit done or we should support them like you say Mm -hmm. So I, I guess it's just we don't have enough faces in spaces. So we go to the places where, again, we look they look like us and they're recognizable to us. So we gravitate to that and we don't like nobody talking against that. I, I think that the, the, the industry always kind of puts it this this the one one man at the top one female at the top and and then we kind of fall victim to that narrative or that 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 concept but the reality situation is it's just it like just like we talked about church last week it was just like okay this pastor may not be for you just go to, go somewhere else like don't yeah. don't talk down about umar just say okay i'm gonna go over here that's to the, it exactly yeah that, that's what i'm saying it's just like all right different black spaces need to be able to coexist without people saying oh i don't fuck with it or shit no. just let it exist like yeah, i ain't gotta agree with everything you say i ain't yeah. gotta be on you like you got it because you seen what martin we have a problem thinking feeling like we have to like gotta be one side or the other survive gotta be if i ain't with you i'm against you it's like we got that mind. like nah that ain't really it i we mean gotta, yeah you're right absolutely <laughs> we gotta break the chain of survival like yeah. the, the mentality of survival only that's where like you think about malcolm x and martin luther king like mm-hmm. i was looking at a clip on instagram where malcolm x was like talking about 
uh, Dick Gregory and he was talking about somebody else and he was like these are not leaders these are clowns he said like he was going in I was like damn like he was like these are not leaders these are clowns y'all looking at these as to speak for the masses of, of, of the black man and the white man puts up these comedians and put up these singers. He was going into his own thing, rest in peace, uh, you know, Malcolm X. But and even then, how he, you know, initially was speaking against Martin Luther King. But the reality is, how much more powerful could we have been to say we don't agree over here? But here's this is going to be my mission. This could be your mission. These are the people I'm going to reach. These are the people you're going to reach. This is what I think that we can do here on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, me and Spike don't agree on this. These are the people that I, I, I speak for. Like, we talked about, like, you was that cool nigga. You was, like, one of them dudes. But I was not one of them dudes, like, coming up. Like, so it's like, I can speak for them dudes as, like, yo, I really was trying to get in the cool crowd. Didn't really get there to much later in life. And you can speak like, like nigga, I always, I always was that, like, I was always cool, my nigga. Like, we just, that was us. Like, that's who we was, you know? So I think, like, we can appreciate the other part of who we are as black people black leaders without saying like for me i could be like all right umar shots out to you bro i don't really agree with you i can't get behind you but i respect you and i ain't gonna talk bad about you neither like it's just the old mantra if you don't got nothing good to say don't say nothing like but we don't i think that's right and i wonder why we don't stick to that (laughs) why it can't be like Mm -hmm. it can't be I don't really fuck with Umar, but I respect what he's doing. It's got to be like, ah, that nigga, he's such and such, and he's such and such. <laughs> Even you, you were joking. Mm-hmm. But I, I use the group chat for example. Like it's a couple niggas in there that don't fuck. Well, I never, I would never listen to Umar, but he, he might be saying some good stuff. Oh no, fuck that! I ain't listening to that nigga, man. Like, like or Tariq Nasheed. Ah, oh, he's ridiculous. He, like, okay, two things can be true. Like you can be ridiculous and he can do all of that hot tip stuff that you're speaking of. However, he can also be making some good points. Some good points that can push some conversations for us. So I just always find it weird that people will completely box out a a thought process because they don't fuck with somebody. Well, one time made a point here, in the here. past. It's callback. This person said something that you didn't like. What's that? Full surface. This is their 15 minutes, Spike. That's their 15 minutes. This is mean? that. Tell this is more. that. This is that for them. Your fifteen minute show. Oh, hating thing. on them when this, they this, look. This, this is their fit. That's what it is, bro. Cause see, that's your. I figured that they just hit me perfectly. So your space of of re, being receptive to information, you have a little more grace versus a form, uh, uh, entertainment. So it seems like entertainment is like no, my grace is fifteen, like or whatever it is based on these things. But my information grace. It's totally different, but I think for other people that that's their grace. It's off rip. Like I got about five minutes. I got fifteen for the information. So I think that's that's what it is. It's their fifteen, essentially. Like what spikes fifteen to so entertainment. At one point or, they didn't. That, but that makes sense for an interview. However, even though they don't have to do that, but still, like you know, right? I mean, and I understand what you're saying. That's a good point. I mean also even more extensively to I don't fuck with you forever now. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we do that as people. Like, now, like, people have, let's just say, a hot-button topic like this whole Tory Lanez and Meg being in court. People are following this. And, and, and people have put themselves on 
team Megan or team Tory. Oh, he shot her and he did that. Like, no one, <laughs> no one is really just. Well, excuse me, not no one. The majority of the people have picked a side and they're looking to be like, aha, I was right. Mm -hmm. He did whatever she said he did or he didn't do whatever he said he didn't do. Mm -hmm. Versus people being like, hey, well, I guess this is a me thing. Like you're saying, what's the information? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they saying on the on the stand? What what's coming out from the trial each day and then we can figure it out at the end who was right and who was wrong and whatever sides you wanted to be on mm -hmm. but people are literally going back and forth i'm team megan he had to do it and even if he didn't and i'm team tory and he didn't i think that we get so divisive among issues most of them don't mean shit <laughs> which was so divisive like even when it's from umar to meg or is it beyonce or is it cardi versus nikki or even when you're talking about the should you protest or should you not protest mm -hmm. it feels like sometimes within our community everything is a fucking debate it's all like we all you know, like you know what it is bro because finally it feels like we have a voice unfortunately Save room. Be that is amazing. I mean, but still, but st but still, like whatever the, the the platform, it's like we finally feel like we can be heard. If it's me, if I can mm. come in here and I can go back and forth with somebody, I'm being heard. Mm. Even Somebody's if it doesn't, they're engaged. Even if I'm not pushing, I'm not pushing anything. I'm not pushing anything forward. I'm not changing anything. I'm just being heard. Somebody's paying attention to me. You know what I mean? And it's sad. But that's the reality of the situation. So I think people get engaged and speak because they're glad to be heard. I got to, mm -hmm. you know, however, I don't know where it processes in the, the inner being of the individual. Because I've seen this before on YouTube comments, like people going back and forth. I'm like, y'all are nuts. But I mean, they're being heard. They're getting attention. They feel they have significance. They don't feel like they mean nothing. They feel like they mean something now. I mean enough somebody said they didn't like what I was saying somebody went back and forth me so somebody they feel they feel significance it has zero to and people gonna walk away from the Meg and Tory however it lands and move on like everything else so it's I think it's just people are glad to feel like they can be heard even if it's in not so much a great way interesting interesting yeah. interesting let me ask you this this is the last thing on my spike starts for the weeks <laughs> at at your age your big age now like how do you how often do you meet new friends and like what is that process are you even open to meeting friends at your big age do you think new friends are cool or do you stick primarily to the friends that you grew up with what's your thought process on that so i'm not friends with anybody i grew up with i don't know if i'm shocked by that or not yeah not friends with anybody i grew up with um no problems so you don't have any long-term friends like only, over 20 25 years uh 20 nah no no 20 25 years no mm -hmm. like that it, it amazed me when my wife was still you friend. have childhood friends i had well my cousin like that was that was it and then my my friend but he he died some years ago in a car accident and so but we hadn't even talked then though it once i moved to indy and he was in kentucky we just fell off and we never really just lost touch and that was it you know what i mean because because i think it's underrated bro like sometimes like and people never say this but like to me at least my experience i never really seen 
real friendship. I mm. think I realize that now. You don't I, think that you have a real friend? No, I do now. Yeah, I got I got I got friends over ten years. Like my, my What about my, the guys that, that your wife called and held yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we friends. Those yeah. are your real friends. Yeah, my real friends, yeah. Like well, one's my cousin that I was speaking about earlier, but cousin through marriage. So he was my friend first before I found out we was related through marriage. And then So uh, Yeah. You've met the majority of your friends after twenty five? No, I met them when I was nineteen in college. Fresh oh, okay. College. You yeah, said fresh. ten years. So yeah. you were thirty five? Thirty two. Spike tried to play Angel Lee. Get crazy. you old up here, bro. See, I almost got you last now week. You I was gonna get you older. I was gonna get you older prime. I was like, bro, you about to age you up to 35. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um let's see. That's yeah. interesting to me, man. Most of my friends are long term. Yeah, that's why I said that's always an uh, interesting thing. I think it's dope. My wife, too, she's friends with most of her friends from middle school, high school on my see, because my dad so I, so I never know my mom to have a lot of friends. Like she really never had a lot of friends in my pr- peripheral as a, a child. My dad was mostly cool with cousins, brothers. They rolled deep, and maybe one friend that was in the loop, and they they mob out mm. to wherever they was going. So I never really seen that growing up, and I think that is what why I'm like I am, where I always I always feel alone. Like I always feel like it's just me. Like that's, that's how it always really is. I got to do this because nobody else gonna do it. Who gonna really be loyal? Who gonna really stay with? Are uh, you good? You out? All right, bro. That's cool. That's it. Like, that's the mindset that you have. Like that's how you carry yourself. I, I don't know no other because way. of your lack of friends. Well, <laughs> I don't. I just don't, I just don't know no other way. Like now Long I'm starting. Time. Yeah, now I'm starting to try to. I'm learning through my wife. I'm I'm learning to learn how to f- facilitate things to to help help this thing keep going. Well, you know, like we say though, you psychoanalyze and like thoughts are words and thoughts turn into things i would say so if you carry yourself in the sense of because i'm i similar to that i used to say that to myself as well like i ain't really have a lot of friends true friends like who really there <laughs> but i think the more you carry yourself like that the further or more likely you are to push people away mm-hmm. what i've learned is you really you got to be the friend that you want to be then people will start understanding how to treat you mm-hmm. like i used to I hate talking on the phone. Oh, right? Yeah. I, I I hate it. I hate talking on the phone. Man, I'm good on that, bro. Most of my friends know that too, though. So with that being said, I would go long stretches of just without talking to most of them, like without with text or whatnot. But you go long stretches without talking, or when you talk, they try to rush because they feel like the chew finna rush them off of the phone. Mm, yeah. But I started noticing that I felt like oh, don't nobody hit me up. Right, like ain't nobody hitting me up. No motherfucker don't call me and check and see how I'm doing. You get into yourself with that, but I had to stop and think and be like, "Well, shit, I'm coming off like I don't like talking on the phone. I'm coming off like I'm rushing and shit. So who would want to hit you up and deal with that, friend or not? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think a lot of the times what we get into is like what we say, "Oh, I don't got that many friends." Is because we need to be better friends. Mm-hmm. I had to tell myself that like I needed to be like if I wanted people to hit me up and call me then they need to be more comfortable with me. I need to call them, talk to them. Hey man, how you been doing? Or just randomly talk, you know, just because I usually don't do that, but I've tried to start doing that more. Mm-hmm. And I, because I know that I used to say the same thing that you are saying. However, I grew out of that, and I feel like I got good friends now. You know, I got friends that I could talk to. I still get that. I'm about ten minutes max on the phone. 
uh, period. Okay, like yeah, I just can't I talk it. that much on the phone. Yeah, but yeah, that, I that being said, that. I do find myself when I'm headed to go do a podcast. I'm in the car. I got ten minutes. I'll call and holler yeah. at my homeboys. What you been doing? Did you hear this? Did you see this? That's cool. How the kids? Yeah. How everything been going? How's work? Just doing that more. And what I found, like you said, now people do that more to me. You find out people are hitting you up. You don't feel as if like what you just said, what you expressed. Mm -hmm. You don't feel that way. But you got to start. And that takes swallowing some pride because I had to <laughs> in the ego a little bit and being like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to make the first call. I ain't too big to be like this. Now, if motherfuckers don't reciprocate. If they don't reciprocate it, then you understand where they fall on your friendship scale. However, yeah. sometimes I do feel like we should take that step. Sometimes as black men, we get to be like, hey, motherfucker ain't hit me up. I ain't going to hit him up. Fuck it. Like, I ain't got to yeah, talk no, to yeah. him. You're right. And you, you know that we just fall into that and it's easy to do. And then we'll look up 40, 50 years old. You by yourself. You ain't got no friends. You that mm -hmm. weird motherfucker that got the cargo shorts on and the Bluetooth <laughs> walking around. That's crazy. Ain't nobody told you you look goofy because you ain't got no friends. No, no friends, yeah. Yeah, but like I think just staying in communication with your people, man, it goes a long way. Uh just and, and being the first to initiate that contact sometimes is what we have to do especially with creators and introverted people i feel like you kind of an introvert maurice yeah i'm like uh, a weird well, me too animal i'm, a, I'm a weird mix he said yeah i'm like that too omnivert that's what he said omnivert yeah yeah I'm, that's what i am I'm an, I'm an omnivert uh i'm the same way the more comfortable i am the more i can talk the more i can yeah. you know be relaxed around you but i'm very standoffish mm -hmm. some people would say or some people have even labeled you said this and more people have said this since then which i really didn't get it like that i come off as an intimidating person not in a physical standpoint yeah. but just i i never thought that about myself and it, it really kind of made me think about how i approach conversations and responses mm -hmm. a lot more once i heard that a couple mm -hmm. times over mm -hmm. so i appreciate that feedback but yeah. to make a long story short about friends at this big age and how to have them how it's good to continue to meet new friends i've met several friends like since i've gotten here like mm -hmm. since i've been in atlanta i've been able to I, i'm always able to meet friends like my cousin says that about me like you said your cousin's your best friend she like i can meet people down there anywhere i go people gravitate to me for some reason mm -hmm. so i've never had a problem having friends and, and, and i'm uh, an only child too so, right. I've, so yeah, I've you've always, always had because I don't have brothers you know. and sisters exactly if I wouldn't want to be solo dolo then I would have to have friends so mm. I just wanted to speak on that do you, got, you, do you have a best friend would you consider like men sometimes we get real funny with that see how you looking right <laughs> right now because I'm the same well, way I don't really know if I got a best friend well you know why because I think we define it how women do like because we don't have a real gauge and I, I did want to say what you were saying that the, 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 the crazy part about the friend thing where you're like well they ain't hit me up so i ain't gonna hit them up or you know what now i need to hit them up because i don't hit bro i never feel none of that i don't never really? feel like yeah i don't never feel that like ever mm -hmm. I, I never feel like i oh, ain't hit me up i, I the thought might be like that's why I wonder, I wonder what they <laughs> that's why you don't got no friends from child. <laughs> i mean <laughs> i tell people all the time what it is from the door though like i don't know I don't, I don't sugarcoat it but but i know that but they but the the friends that i do have they know like they got a real one when they dealing with me. They have an actual authentic person that's like, yo, I'm I'm gonna always try to feed the soul. When we chopping it up, whatever we doing, like I've always been that friend where you got them niggas to be like, I'm about to do that ignorance. Like, let's go ahead and turn up, whatever. And I'm I'm with you. I'm like, yeah, we could do that, but like, yo, bro, but like just make sure, you know ah, what I'm saying? The pastor start coming out. 
Nah, it wasn't even that. You though, feel like I was you're like too, too much before. for people. Do you much. feel like you're too much for people sometimes? Um, nah, I don't. Like, cause you're saying that. You're saying that, and it, it's almost like you understand how it comes off. Like niggas ready to turn up, and you like, well, wait. You like the nigga on um, Menace to Society. Malik, nah, was that the nigga name? Sharif. Nah, Sharif. You, that ain't how you doing nah, it. Nah, I'm nah, asking. Nah, I ain't. Nah, I'm nah, not nah, pointing. Nah, I'm nah, not nah, asking nah, that. Nah, That's Sharif how it came out. Well, let me let okay. me let me let me let me. So, nah, I ain't gonna even go into that story. I'll say that for another day, like a college story. But uh, nah, more of the like, yo, we about to do. We, I'm with you. I'm, I'm doing it with you. Like we we gonna get to it. But I'm more so like, bro, like yo, just yo. You know this fucked up, right? Is that you? No, 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 no. Just like, like, no, yo, no, like, like, be careful, like, bro. If you're gonna be out here, like, don't put us in no position, like, like back in the day, like, don't put us in position. Had to lie for you, bro. Like, hey, be cool. Like, make sure you handling your business. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, or whatever. Like, I don't know what you' about to do. I don't know your girl. Like, like in college or something. Like, your girl is like in Indy, and you up here at VU. And you, if you own some whatever, like, look, don't loop me in, bro. That's all. You know, I'm just a person, like, and then as you I've ain't got, lying for a nigga. Right. But as I've, yeah, yeah, but as I've gotten older, it's just more so like, bro, but how do you really feel inside? Like, I'm more so like, what is the real feelings? Like, don't give me that I'm good and you got a million other things that you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm like the, the person for the soul or whatever. So, but, uh, it's hard to get to that point with people. So I, that, it, when you say that, it's hard to process. Well, I guess if people met you in that space, I guess it would be hard for people that you grew up with if you kind of grew into that space yeah. is like what you're saying mm-hmm. versus always being like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess if yeah. people met you and they understand who you are as a person and they would expect that from you. The trajectory. Your was newer there. friends. Yeah. Okay. The trajectory was there, though. Like, like I, th- I feel like it wasn't like a full 180. There was always a seeds of the trajectory like it was never mm-hmm. like so far it's like oh this nigga turned to a whole different person like you totally different like it wasn't mm-hmm. like that but it was just like you didn't see the tra- you didn't see the trajectory going in the time it did but when it did when it did go there you was like okay i can see you make sense be- being this person it makes sense so yeah would your wife let you go on a a men's trip with the friends that you have now yes so next week if it was just out of the blue she like your boy hit you and said, man, I got free tickets. We all going to Miami. Everything paid for. You ain't got to worry about nothing. It's good. Just tell the wifey she can't come. Yeah, she's good with it. Like, it's just a conversation. Like it, the, the big thing is just notice. Mm-hmm. That's really what it be with women. Like It's just notice. Like Don't just tell me two days before. Like <laughs> Give me a notice so I can process what's about to, you know, what you're about to do or whatever. So yeah, she should she be good with it Like for sure. Like We were trying to plan something in January, but my my bro, like he, 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 low key dropped. I ain't never been on a guy's trip. I ain't either. Yeah, that's, that I would be either. dope. I think I might plan. Well, you know what? Speaking of trips and special times of the year, this is our Christmas and New Year's episode, man. And this is, if y'all don't know, now you know. This is the last episode for another week in the books of this year, y'all. We had to, we had to do it strong, straight. You know, we had black people take off the last two weeks of the year, man. They're black small business that I know they off. <laughs> hey, look, they off the last. Two. Yeah, we need because I mean, what, what what dollar we missing? Ain't nobody, you know. So, yeah, but with this being uh, the Christmas episode, Spike, I wanted to start off by asking, what was the household like for Spike Lou growing up? Grandparents, mom, Christmases, family. What was that experience like growing up, and then how is it now? 
I used to love Christmas, man. Like, I felt like I used to wait all year on Christmas. Um, my mom used to do it big for Christmas. As far I, I still remember, probably my favorite Christmas I got. I got a TV. I got a Super Nintendo. Mm. I got the little Nintendo chair to go with it. Oh, the joysticks, radio. Uh, the guy I played that guy. Do, do you did you play Super Nintendo? Yeah. It was this game called F Zero. It was a race car yeah, game. Yeah, man. Captain you ever heard Falcon. Of Captain Falcon. Bruh, bro. Come on. That bro. was my shit. <laughs> I remember the Christmas that I got that. I played that no lie to you. Maybe like my mom had to come like cut it off. Yep. It was maybe 13, 14 hours, like just mm-hmm. on it. Uh, but I still remember that Christmas. And it was really dope. My mom used being a single mother, she always wanted to make sure that this time of year was special for me. I used to have so many gifts and shit up under the tree christmas always was special <laughs> even too so like as a family we would meet and uh as a family we would meet on christmas morning after we opened our gifts and we would have breakfast okay and my <laughs> my grandmother god bless the dead like she wouldn't get me anything <laughs> but she was like my grandma was that's why I get my smart mouth mom. She's the, the pinnacle of it. My whole family takes after her as far as that. Like, we always, my girl was telling me, she's like, I, your, your whole family just always got some smart-ass response to come back. We all get it from my, my grandma. <laughs> so I will remember, she wouldn't buy me. She said, I ain't buying you. Now, your mama already gets you too much shit anyway for your, your <laughs> Thanks, grandma. She, Thanks. Would, she would never get me. She, I mean, it was. It was her being her. Yeah, now man. I can laugh at it. It probably definitely hurt my feelings back then. But I just say I let to say, man, Christmas, you, my mom used to make it really special for me. She used to make sure she came through. Of course, clothes and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, as you get older, this shit just starts to wane, man. Like I don't have kids, so yeah. it's just it's just another it has turned into another day. Uh at some point I do want to, you know, have a family maybe and, and do it big for Christmas or something, but I usually just travel now for the holidays. Okay. I mean, it's just something that makes sense. Yeah. That's an interesting thing about the adult thing. Um, for me, like when my dad came back into the picture, we started having like those Huxtable Christmases, like, like, like you, really? like, yeah. Like before that, my mom, she did, she would get us all like a gift. I can't even, I can't even really remember because when he came into the, came back into the picture, me, like as a 12 year old, 13, I don't even remember what it was like before that. So when he came, he still does that now with my little brother. You know what I'm saying? So we got the we got the tree, and I remember like we would be playing like like every day we come on. Let it snow, let it snow, like all the boys of the like, enjoy, bro. Like and then you hear that 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 uh, Christmas just ain't Christmas. I'm like ah, uh, I, I mean, and, and it was cold outside, the snow. Like and then we get that in nostalgia there, is different, yeah, bro. Know, and mama be baking the cake. And we we going through who get the spoon, who get the bowl. Two people got to share the bowl. One get the spoon. And then I remember like we daddy had a camcorder. We just record everything. And so I remember he kept saying like this is stupid like now, but like at the time it was like everything. He was like I'm telling you I can still do a flip. Like we thought daddy you can't do no flip, bro. Like no you can't. And so it's finally funny these kids right yeah like you're a little boy like it be my brother and my sister. So finally. Like he he ended up doing like a little cartwheel, but the cartwheel was like it was like some like half cartwheel, but he still got it off. We was like, oh, like, and so and then we had some music going, and my daddy would be dancing, and my mom would be rocking behind him. 
this when they was together, they together more. But like they were rocking yeah. behind them. But every time my mom never felt my mom always get hit, knocked out or something, bro. Oh, accident, because it was just coordination issues. Right, right, and so, right. And so it's just like, oh, oh, it was all on camera, bro. So we just used to do like those little fun things. And then I remember when we got that PS2, bro. Like when we got that PS2, the you know, number one selling console ever like and then we got that smackdown shut your mouth any uh i know jeff know what i'm talking about when that shut your mouth came out bro because before that we were still playing uh nintendo 64 and we was playing no mercy wwf no mercy and that to me is still the greatest wrestling game but like when we got that playstation that had that shut your mouth it was different times then boy graphics was crazy different dog it was different and you tried to implement those feelings with your family now like do you guys do the music and cookies and shit like that no nah, we haven't bro like, honestly we haven't really? yeah we haven't got to that and and it it, it burns me up inside bro really i think that's some because you, you say it's funny that you say that because i've never done that but it sounds so like it sounds dope i would love to do that but i've never even mm-hmm. seen it other than the movies or something like that but that is something like you a big cabin and you got the christmas tunes playing yeah and just having you know just holiday spirit time i've never seen or <laughs> done that yeah. in real life christmas just used to be like for us i used to stay up all night on christmas oh yeah uh, Oh yeah, we could not go back when candy canes. Ah, it's crazy, bro. You <laughs> up all night. Yeah, I used to take Nyquil on Christmas to go to sleep and try to be. Bro, up I feel it. Morning, bro. I feel it, dog. Like, I used to wake up at nigga about eight, peeking out to see it. Nigga, is anybody up yet, man? Can we start this shit? Please. Like, come on, let's keep Lightly going. knocking, like right, like y'all. Can I know y'all can hear me, boy? Uh, but, but um. That that was the times, and I as you get older, man, you just lose all of that shit. It's just like, especially now, I feel like yeah. we don't do any of that anymore, and I'm I'm not sure of the reason why. Uh, because so I think that we gotta so to get back to get that get that back on on the cycle, you have to be down for the cheesiness. Like that's the first thing. Like when we get older, we get cool, and then we like, ah, oh, this is corny, it's unnecessary, bro. All of it's necessary. All of it is. Do y'all like, have? Does your family have the matching Christmas pajamas? We're doing it this year. Nice. She just told me when I walked in, we're doing matching PJs. I'm like, oh, okay. So, but we're not getting into it as much as I want. But here's the idea, bro. And I'm, I'm gonna shoot it your way. So, yeah, like decorate what? the tree and shit like that. Yeah, you do your basics. We keep the same tree, and we'll bring out some decorations and you know just some stuff. Y'all do it together. Man. Yeah, we do it together. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, drink a little eggnog. Like we do the basics, but I want to get all the way into like the the, the movie bag. So here's something I'm gonna shoot your way. Think about this, right? So okay. first off, you have to suspend the fact that this is gonna be cheesy. All right, because that's what it is. It's meant to be. All right. It's the holidays. So here's a couple things. After after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. what you do is you try to find you 25 Christmas movies. This might not mm. be good for Spike. Let me not do that. Hold on. Because 15 minute rule. That you try to find, let's just say, some of your favorite sitcom Christmas episodes. So that's what we did. Like we'll do like like a Halloween, we'll do something like that. We'll watch the Martin Halloween episode or Fresh Prince Halloween up. Just kind of like because we love TV so much. So it's like using those things. And so, but we all got our favorite Christmas movie. So hers is Home Alone. Mine's is Jingle All the Way. So you know. Don't you dare play that movie before. Like, that got to be on the last, like, 
two days, three days towards Christmas. So you wait to save your favorite movie. You watch all these like B-side movies. You know what I'm saying? And as you get closer, maybe five, seven days out, you start getting to the the, the the heavy hitters. You know, you get to the hits. That's a way to do it. It's like, all right, babe, look, I'm about to hook I up. I can't believe coke. it's that many Christmas movies. Oh, it's tons. It's 25. It's tons. It's just not popular ones, but it's like, it's okay to watch a bad movie. We're doing this together. Let's drink this cocoa. We're getting in the spirit. We got the fireplace on. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just in a, you yeah, just that in that. Yeah, you, it's again. See, I just, that's a misconception. I, I, I may give off, but I'm not against that type of corn. Oh, okay. I, that, that that type of corny I don't mind You're doing it with your family and like okay. I feel like that's a part of growth From being a, a, a man A family man mm-hmm. I don't think that that's corny at all Okay Alright So that's why I said Cause it's it, So there's a lady on YouTube I watch uh, Her her channel's called Do It On A Dime And she she's like Shows you how to do things Inexpensively But anyway She does like this whole Christmas Like set up Get all her stuff From like Dollar Tree And she be hooking up Crazy stuff From Dollar Tree it's yeah. crazy but anyway but she the one that got me like re-sparked back in the spirit because she was like making candy canes out of like like pool foam foam and like creating like this little she had a whole little like desk area for like christmas like chocolates and uh cocoa and candy canes and she just had this whole little she was so like upbeat about it i was like dang i want to do that like i was feeling it so much and i'm like you can still do this in a world that's so wild right now and so it just put me back in that space. So this year we're not gonna quite do it, but next year when we get into our home, I'm I'm like I'm I'm starting it in November. I'm building you it. Start up. your own tradition. You gonna put oh, the lights yeah. and shit outside? Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm ready, dog. Like I'm like no, I'm because every because I want to get into that. I want to do that. Yeah, you get tired of it just passing you by, and it's like, bro, it's your own fun. Whatever you do, like if you are gonna you know roll you up something like, all right, man, I'm about to go ahead and put these lights up real quick. All right, I'm about to uh I'm about to put the uh the, the tree up over here. I'm about to put these ornaments on the wall. I'm about to today. I'm about to let, and then just keep that same Christmas playlist playing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people try to make it a task versus just enjoying yep. shit yep and we can get back in that enjoyment of it bag um speaking of the enjoyment bag mm-hmm. christmas movie you said george is what jingle all the way arnold, Schwarzen- my arnold schwarzenegger he tries to get that he got the, he tries to get the turbo man doll for his son and sinbad is in there Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is my movie. They dog. used to just make anything, man. They don't make movies like this. That's like random ass movies. Yeah, and bad and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger no more. <laughs> um, of course, you know mine is like you probably would Hold right on. up my alley. Christmas with the Cranks or something? No, Elf. I've never seen Elf. Hmm. Home Alone. I mean. Even more classic than that. Even more classic one, than that. Okay, one we really more get classic to the hits. than that. Oh man, more classic. It's than the home. Christmas movie. Uh, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might be before your time, though. way before. Oh, uh, oh, uh, 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 Christmas on you know something it. something street. Nah, it's a wonderful life. Nah, I don't even know what that is, bro. What? That's, <laughs> That's impossible, bro. Nah, it's bro. a wonderful life. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Oh, you got to put that on the list for the family this year. You would love this. This is right up your alley as far as the message of the movie. Okay. I can't believe people out there yelling at the phone and whatever medium they listen to this <laughs> podcast. I'm like, there's no way that you've never heard of it. Or see, you've probably seen it on TV on Christmas time. Maybe. Just kept it moving. It's that a- black and white movie that you always see. It's about the guy. I'll say, I definitely who, uh, it's black and white. It's definitely black and white. You got to you got to push through it, like you're telling me with the uh, <laughs> Bel Air shit. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay, I'm down for it. I w- and I only I watched it for the first time, probably when I was 
I want to say maybe 30, 30 years old. I've watched it every year since then. The, mm. the message is just so dope. It's, it's something that you would definitely fuck with as far as the overall message of the movie and the type of person that I think that you are, which is a compliment, by the way. Once you see it, you understand. But it's definitely a, it's one of those feel good that you probably wouldn't think that I would like movies. But it's a classic, too. Like okay. It comes on every year at Christmas time mm. on NBC. But it's a wonderful life. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're going to love that. You're going to come back and love that, I hope. Okay, well, speaking of a wonderful and life. Songs, before yeah. we get out of here, mine is that the Temptations, Silent Night. Oh, oh that's the one? That's, 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 that's my shit. That's top 10 it's for the me. Temptations, that's number one for me. Temptations, Silent Night. Okay. Um, the Emotions, What Do the Lonely Do at Christmas. How does that go? What do the lonely do? Oh Christmas? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and Charles Brown, bells will be ringing. Bells will be ringing. Oh, what a Christmas mm, to have! I, I don't blue. know that one. My baby's gone. I have no friends. Huh. You're, you're probably like Charles we, Brown. We should have had another week in the books Christmas playlist for people. That's what we should have. What yeah. happened next year? You can play uh, these songs in between. As I'm saying, <laughs> chop a bit there. Uh, yeah, I'll say, uh, I gotta go. Um, you know, that first Christmas just ain't Christmas mm-hmm. without the one that one's first. I gotta go, uh, let it snow, uh, boys to men. It's another bro, yeah, like, one. dude, it bribing night, too. Come on, dog, like, it go crazy right yeah. there. Let it snow. I literally, when I hear the song, I could, I feel snow falling. Let it snow, like it just feels like it. And then, um, I know some people are like I ain't gonna have Mariah Carey, but they play that out so crazy. Um, yes, staple, a classic. It is, this it Christmas, is. this Christmas, this Christmas about yeah, uh, Donny Hathaway or either the Temptations or either even Chris Brown did. Yeah, even Chris. It's it's really honestly, it's uh, I don't know if it's Frank Sinatra. If, if I'm, we're keeping it black, but Frank Sinatra's in there, like it's the most what? wonderful. Oh, that, Whoever that, sings and that. the uh, those classic song, what? Uh, when that King Cole, yeah, yep, yep, yep. All, all those, those are a different tier. Those are like God tier, like. But and then thirdly, I probably go that uh, that that <laughs> so, so too, too upbeat for me <laughs> yeah it's like now you talking about the run dmc yeah i think so yeah it's, oh, okay it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that crazy run but DMC it's just I'm, I'm forgetting something though that's why it's there but yeah uh but i wanted to ask as we you know get ready to close here i know we run a little long but this is the last one of the year y'all man this is good potting right here uh we're speaking about life with new year's uh is there anything special you do for New Year's or at one point that you do something special or any new thing you want to start implementing? I used to just spend it with friends. We would go to a uh, church, just go out in club. Mm-hmm. It was always something. Um, now I view New Year's as amateur night. It's when right. the, the amateurs come out and party, so it's dangerous. Yeah, people that usually ain't out partying, people want to go have a good time. They get stupid drunk. It's just, yeah. just a lot going on. Yeah. So I ain't, I ain't saying that I recommend this to people, but at my age, what I like to do is go get a nice bite to eat and be in the crib by ten thirty, and I watch whatever festivities from the house. I do. I don't like to go out on New Year's. That's that's dead yeah. to me. Right yeah. Now. I'm not. I'm not waiting in the line, paying a ridiculous price because it's New Year's. I'm not buying your bottles. I'm not buying your sections or your tables for a thousand dollars just to bring in the New Year. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go have me a good steak, 
spend a couple hundred dollars on dinner, come home, chill, know that I'm gonna be safe, mm-hmm. bring it in the new year. That's you, that's my go-to. Like I, I even I, as I, I like continue that. to as I continue to be successful and grow and, and have more stuff in this space, even like a chill New Year's kickback with people that I fuck with and just mm-hmm. knowing that you're gonna be in a safe space bringing in the new year with people like-minded people having fun enjoying yourself not mm-hmm. partying but just you know bringing it in amongst like like-minded people like that i like that uh, that that works i think we've done all those we've went out before mm-hmm. obviously majority of times we go to church other times we've had kickbacks we kind of done all kind of different versions we went to somebody else's house you know got lit so it's always been different variations of it um now same thing it may be a service i mean i know this year they just they'll, they'll be done at like 9 30 so i'll be we'll be back at the crib and probably just watch the ball drop you know what i'm saying indulge or whatever he's like you said same thing eat good food i feel that same way bro it, it i don't know I, I just i always just feel like and y'all can say what y'all want to say but i just feel like me, being out on new year's for me at that time it's like i'm searching for something to yeah i'm searching for something Versus and if you now, are looking for something that's good and, for you, but for yeah, people that ain't, yeah, that's fine. It's different but, when you, yeah, yeah. but that I makes know, a lot of sense. You know what I mean? It's like I'm searching for something, but now I like I'm not searching. I know what it is. I'm good. I'm reserved. I'm just ready to bring it in. And you know, have you thought about mm-hmm. possibly bringing it in with your vibration tone and any, or anything like that? You? That sounded crazy, uh, but I know what you mean as far as the eight 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 MHZ thing. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah. The vibration of that's a good point though maybe the I mean, first you say thing you've been feeling something working so you know that seems like that's your mm-hmm. space maybe a little, yeah, little, little airpod action or something yeah okay uh lastly any expectations or or i don't even want to say expectation you can't expect life is life so i, I hate to say expectation that's probably not the right way, way to work it and i don't know mm-hmm. if you believe in resolutions or not but any hope for 2023 that you have personally uh just on a personal level and then on a uh, you know career oriented level as far as this pod space i just want to continue to progress forward and continue to grow as a man um i don't i don't really do resolutions i'm gonna write down my my list of things that i want to get accomplished for the year and work as hard as i can to get those things accomplished and like i said just continue to grow mm-hmm. grow into the person that i want to be talk to myself more nice use my affirmations you know <laughs> what i think that i could do yeah and getting it done procrastination stopping a lot of procrastination for the new year too that's going to be big on my list mm. but uh, like like absolutely what about you so i say i think still growing as a man i want to um i want to facilitate some things more in my marriage and my family uh i guess try to take some more initiative uh definitely take more initiative with my family my marriage sometimes you can take initiative and then when it's not received it can, it turns you all the way off to do it again low-key like you're like i really went out there put myself on a limb to create something here and it wasn't received you know but i gotta get over that and you know you know like a football game and you know just get ready for the next game so that's something i want to do in that regard my wife my daughter and then in this space um plan on having uh just really creating this growing the numbers but having a super successful engagement with our people 
those who really rock with us, those who are part of this movement. This is not just me and Spike. We just the faces of what we're doing. But uh, I want to have more engagement. Like I, I appreciate uh, Bricks V. You know what I'm saying? He he always engaged. And so just really create more engagement. People feeling me. I got to hit y'all up on the IG or I got to hit y'all up on AWITB at 2022 at gmail.com. You know, or if y'all got to hit us up on, you know, on the other show that I speak about at the end of this episode, like just the engagement that I want to create. That's what I'm about, like communicating, actually people wanting to have conversations and want to create solutions, want to be a part of this. So that's my goal with that, as well as uh, just getting closer to God. It's always on the, on the, on the menu. So, um, yeah. Glory so. be to God. Praise be to God. It's the head of my life. Oh my gosh. This fight, you sad. Look at it. That's I know. You sad funny saying it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> that is hilarious. I like it though. Um, I remember the old women used to come to the front of the church and say that. Oh yeah, the same, same phrases uh yes, but it is our homework. Spike Lou. Um, mm-hmm. your homework last week was Blackbusters podcast. Blackbusters. By, by Big Jai and Big Tone. Did you get a chance to check yes. it out? What did you listen I listened to? to Big John Big Tone on the Paid in Full episode. I probably picked the wrong one. I should have picked something that I didn't feel so connected to. Damn. Because they didn't do it any justice. So I'm gonna ah, double man. back and try to listen to something else. And I ain't no Nate style yeah, or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It just it wasn't about the movie enough for me. I thought it was gonna be about the movie oh, more so, but yeah. they they get into they yeah, they bags and theories okay. and see just different things that I I I, I Especially for that movie, yeah. I would like to hear somebody that's talking about more of what's okay. going on and the time frames and period. But they were comparing it to like Nino Brown and shit. Like, okay. it wasn't even real. This is based on a true story. <laughs> well, I mean, but it, it's within the context no, of it. I, I don't want it that, to sound like I'm not. No, I, no, no, I know it's just not saying. my style. Yeah, it's just like okay. it, it didn't. I listened to uh, and I listened to more than 15 minutes. I got all the way through to about 45, yeah, 50 okay. minutes. I was just kind of that's about the majority of it. Yeah. yeah, I was just twitting in the background. I I get it. I ain't mad at them. I like it. They would revolt, so shout out to them and yeah. doing it in this podcast space. But yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Dang, because see, I I had a question I wanted to ask about the stylistic, but because Sweet what? Okay, so what they're doing is, and they do that on all of them. Like I, that's why I was a breath of fresh air because they kind of do it in a different way. Like they did. They talked about woo. I know you're not gonna listen to that one, so. They talk about Wu, and they kind of talk about uh, Jada Pinkett movie and uh, Tommy Davidson back in the nineties, ninety eight. It don't matter. It ain't, it ain't nothing you ever watch. I know that for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, let me. I, I guess I could find a different movie because you might not even know the point of reference here. But um, Best Man. Okay. Like, so, like okay. Best Man, um, just kind of like their take on how Quentin. Q was like really the MVP and why he was like like because they changed like because they bring in a guest too like most times uh and so Big Tone's mind was changed because the chick that's on there Jada Fade like her perspective her kind of psych psychology background she was breaking it down like these type of personalities and so they do talk about the movie but I know what you're talking about like they they deviate and take the themes from it and kind of build on that and they did that really good I listened to Soul Food today I mean, they just, I don't know. I like that style and it made me think how you felt about that style versus chronolo- uh, chronological style of breakdown with our other show. But that's why I was like, well, since you listen to that, you wasn't feeling it. That's why I was like, okay, I'll do away with 
bringing that to the table just to see what you thought about that style pulling the themes out and kind of breaking it from there but uh that'll be something if you, you know if some you, people can do that style well though that's like, what I'm i saying. listen to uh yeah that style i don't mind i just who who does it well that you i remember? don't like their stopping points okay right so like their stopping points and the things that they deviate on don't interest me okay um this is gonna sound so from an informational standpoint it's just what interests me and gets my antennas up the ringer does a one like the rewatchables so like bill simmons is doing these movies and i'm interested not the black movies of course when he has a black one he'll have a van on there mm-hmm. but and it's kind of like watching seinfeld or curb i'm interested to know the perspective outside of us of how people see it how they digest stuff so like it's two white men sitting there talking about heat versus us sitting talking about heat and i feel like i get a different conversation kind of what we're talking about with the sopranos how it's Mm -hmm. different conversations from black and white Mm -hmm. so when i'm listening to bill simmons and his friends do it and they get hung up on this stupid white boy stuff it's kind of more interesting to me than these dudes and what they were getting hung up on and the reason being is I don't know I, I don't know I guess I'm not familiar with these dudes so their personalities and stuff didn't really stick yeah, out to okay. me so gotcha. it, it, it's not like well for me it's more like well why is he stuck or hanging up on this like why is he talking about this versus if I hear Bill Simmons I know because I listen mm-hmm. to all his podcasts mm-hmm. the reason he'd get hung up on a subject and just probably enjoy that more mm-hmm. uh, makes a lot of sense yep so with that van does it well when he's on there with them but they do that style if, if you listen to if you want to yeah. hear one where they don't do it chronologically mm-hmm. all of their rewatchables just look up the rewatchables feed it's on um spotify they got plenty of moves this one i think they did the best man they've done several black ones that you may like with van lathan on there mm-hmm. uh but they do all the white movies too uh mm-hmm. heat the town like shit like that but mm-hmm. yeah they do it very well and when it's not chronological too so i i, I enjoy both of those both okay. of those can be done well I think that's something we'll definitely have a conversation off of air about to kind of we'll see about what we could possibly do. But I will say, I get I'm a fan of Big Job because he actually has he's created a few series on YouTube. He is a writer and he does you know acting his stuff as well and uh, produce. So I think that perspective helps for when he gauges movies and stuff. Uh, but I get what you're saying. That makes total sense, and I get it. it, it if you if you don't have a prior investment in these guys mm-hmm. off rip, who are you? All right and why should i listen to you and why should i care well more so even like why are you talking about that like i i respect who you are are where you coming from yeah but where is that coming from right it's like sometimes that's weird for me well they both they both la guys so they both from la yeah and maybe maybe the wood like the wood might be right on par because they're from the wood i mean they're not so yeah exactly that would be perfect because they they can explain more in depth on like how shit is out there and stuff like that's why i listen to glasses malone podcast so yeah Hmm. the wood would be a perfect one that's a good pool so i'll listen to that one because if let, I'm listening let, to niggas talk about this one, I want I want niggas just like okay. Know let what's me up. let me let me now that I know your gauge. Let me go back through the feed and then let me prescribe something because I I know if they don't do it the next one, it's over forever. So let 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 yeah. So let me go back and try to see if I can put my one more shot. <laughs> that's what I said. So let me let me put my spike ears on and see if I can do that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Cool. What about uh, your homework? So I I did do homework on both. Uh, so oh, first, you found the song. I know you had a problem finding. Yeah, it. I purchased it. <laughs> what? Yeah, Thank I had to purchase you. it. Yeah. I'll let Animal Brown get you. What is it? Dollar forty nine, something like that. I got it for ninety nine cent. 
Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah, Animal cool. Brown put that out, man. He executive produced it. Really? The whole album, yeah. See, all right. Well, when we bring back for part two, that might be a deep, deep cut right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when was this? When was this made? This was a little bit after he died in 06, mm-hmm. 2006. Yeah, okay. 2006. Oh, so, so. My, that was my, the song was about Dante Cook. He died of a heart condition. This was my best friend. Wow. And he passed. Yeah. I felt the sentiment. 100%. Like it was, uh, the song was definitely heavy. And I think y'all all did y'all thing. Uh, I could definitely see some T.I. inspiration there. <laughs> As T.I., that, that, that Lou verse has some T.I., T.I., you know, inspiration sprinkled in there and maybe little, maybe some boosty a little bit, uh, mm. you know. But I thought the verse was straight. I really I really like how you like you ended it. I thought that because the first time I heard it, I was just like, yeah, why did he end it like that? Like it almost seemed like like thinking that. Yeah, stuff. like I can't think of that. I'm just going to try to get out of here. But then I, I, yeah. I played the song by at least three, four times. And so, well, at least your verse like three, four times. And then I, I when I listened again, I was like. Oh, that was cold. Like that part was like, like that part was like really stand out for me. I mean, the whole thing was heartfelt, but that part was like a good stand out. Like the way he was like, let me finish this verse. I gotta say, let the beat take you out. And like I said, yeah. like that was that was good. So I thought the verse was straight. That's why I wanted to get a timeline to understand where it was. So 06, that yeah. sounds about the sound of 06. It yeah. definitely sounds about like 2006, 100. Uh, I think Animal Round may have made that beat. If I'm not, I don't know who made that beat. I'm not. Yeah, sure. the beat was like definitely fresh like i can hear that fresh 06 sound to it i'm like yeah this this yeah. mug was smacking back then i could tell uh as far as the bmf doc and i'm don't worry like oh did you start it yes i did start okay. it I, I i watched the pilot and uh it was good bro that was real good like it i love that it, i think it's that's, gonna, that's I, my i think it's gonna barbecue my the prof- series already so that's my professional muse like you know how people have their muses the muse and the thing that they want to do that's mine to do a bmf movie or some type of bmf project i'm like i'm so invested how, how you gonna do it though it's like, it might be burned story. down in a minute unless you do that a podcast is. version of it but no, i mean they ain't i could do a podcast version, but they, they ain't told the story right this they, they don't do they ain't this show ain't doing it no justice still the documentary was great i don't even saying. watch the show no that's what i'm saying the doc- i still i still feel like i would I would offer it a different version because like think about how many different versions of mafia stuff that you see. Okay, right. But don't so that's why I feel like that I would still have a chance, and I think that there's a lot of different stories that can be told too. So you it think ain't necessarily got to be focused on Terry and Meach. Okay, so that okay, there we go. Because that's why I was about to say, do you think you need? I think you, Animal Brown, has spoke about somebody interviewed like y'all was talking about drink champs, and somebody was like that wasn't like mm-hmm. a big. It was some rapper y'all was talking about, but it's like, yo, this person, when they get on there, because they ain't got really a whole lot, but stories, you know, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, but y'all was talking about something mm-hmm. like, bro, that interview was fire. So you're mm-hmm. thinking like more of the B-side, C-side people that was involved with the BMF crew that would, well, be, that would make more compelling, you know, kind so of. So here's my issue and, and why I think I could make a more compelling story, because the impact and what made BMF so powerful was the presence and what they did around the time that they got to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff has been focused on their upbringing and mm-hmm. how they got started. That's just, I don't care to hear. That's the same old story as every other drug dealer. Freeway Rick or all, any drug dealer that you name, same goddamn they story. Were struggling that you see on, they same thing. Drugs. Yep. Mama didn't <laughs> want to sell drugs, put yep. us out the house, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the usual ingredients. Well, I think that and the, the series hasn't gotten to this point. The documentary did a great job 
but they couldn't focus on it a lot because it was only what seven episodes and only 20 minutes a piece mm -hmm. but just that what they did in atlanta like when they were running at their peak that's the story about bmf that needs to be told like that high level drug organization mm -hmm. all black people it hasn't happened before it hasn't happened since then it's that's the story that i feel like that i would tell once i've get more footing in this industry and that i'm interested in they're just the, from a power aspect i don't give a fuck about the come up or too much of the downfall well because it's already that two to three years that they were in power and what it looked like in atlanta and how many people were able to eat off of that and how far out it spread and just the different segments of what bmf actually was in the cities and states if you was outside and you actually seen it and know that's the that's the mm -hmm. beauty of this story you gotta you gotta get amongst an artsy person um to to because stories have a, a start and a finish and to, mm -hmm. to say hey no we're gonna capture this like like uh like last dance mm -hmm. last dance they kind of used the origin but it really wasn't built on the origin it was more built on the finish the ending and i like kind of how they did it. i think if you had somebody not not like literally donald glover but somebody that had a artsy way say hey here's how we're going to do it we're not going to have a beginning and the end it's going to be an infinite thing because of focusing on two to three years but we have to figure out how to gauge the start and finish at this point without spending too much time this way back then and too much time on how it ended we need to figure out how we can do that if you can get amongst a person that knows how to do that because all stories have the same kind of format it has arcs. to start yeah, yeah arcs and so uh, Pulp Fiction didn't have it right no but it, it was weird because they kind of it's like did you like that I did but I, I I didn't know why I liked it though I was just like this, is this thing, like the yeah. same movie or what is this like yeah, I, yeah so I, I guess a Quentin Tarantino you and Quentin mm -hmm. like look like I know him <laughs> you and Quentin collaborate you give Quentin a call man and to give him a call you and then, even then BMF I think coming up with a whole different name like it's BMF story but coming up with something totally different no blowing money fast we've seen it so many times coming up with something else you know what I'm saying that ties back into it like that's very that's something we can talk about off air but i'll just be very interested if i'm 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 a i'm an executive producer hearing your pitch like where are you where are you going to start i'd be just very interested to see where you go with that but uh yeah so that the, the pilot it was good uh I'm, i think i'm gonna continue to watch it uh, i'm gonna try to bring my wife into in in on it because we watched the show the show was okay it was, it was okay like, it, yeah, it, so that's it as far as it go it was just okay nothing else but the dude on there that was crazy he he nailed it he, he, he did. Yeah. He did. He did a good job. What you got for this week? Ah man, no homework, man. We this the end of the year, brother. I, I figured no homework. Yeah, yeah. I figured I say I'm not gonna burden Spike to do no homework this week. No, and I, you know it ain't no point of doing that. You got other stuff you better focus on. Be your people and have good times and stuff like that. Um. So, but I do want to make a few announcements here as we bring it out. Uh, just in case I haven't already, man. First and foremost, follow us on another week in the books instagram uh y'all can i y'all can dm us there with questions or things y'all want us to speak about or even disagreements y'all want us to maybe run it back you know spin the block on we we're open to it y'all can follow us there y'all can email us another uh awitb2022 at gmail.com also if y'all haven't heard already man look we got a sopranos pod review podcast coming out yes it is a sopranos if y'all haven't heard about it it's on hbo max it came out in 99 
y'all got to check this out. Like me and Spike are in a whole different bag here doing our television review. It's a classic show, one the best show that ever was created. Uh, in my opinion and uh we're doing some great things with it we got some great visuals that can go follow the good earner pod underscore sopranos instagram as well man i got some great memes some funny stuff if y'all never watched it before this is a great opportunity grow with me and spike we are developing a tv division and it's beginning with uh good earners reviewing the sopranos spike you got anything you want to announce before we uh give them the the merry christmas merry christmas and new year's brother no, but we appreciate everybody that's tapped into this, all the listeners that we've gotten over the, uh, these chapters, and we're going to continue to grow this out. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you all, and mm-hmm. to you all a good night.